Welcome to the Motivate, Lead and Inspire podcast. My name is Haki Mr Impact and in these episodes we discuss the relevant challenges facing young people in the UK which I initially aired on my Thursday evening radio show on colourfulradio.com. Be sure to visit www.facebook.com forward slash Hakeem Mr Impact, that's MR for Mr, where you'll find the rest of my podcasts. Have a great day. We're on our way to Clapham Junction. Mm-hmm. We're coming striding up the hill. There was a young lady. Who do we see? That I used to teach at Chelsea Academy. No. Um, and I still remember when um, this young lady was um, in year seven and eight. And she tells me, yeah, I'm at uni now. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> what? So I'm going to take this opportunity to bring in a young lady called Eliza. How are you, Eliza? I'm good. How are you? How are you? How are you? So what's happening? What are you up to? Give us a quick summary of where you are right now and what you're doing. So I'm on a gap year from Cambridge University. Cambridge University. See how we just dropped that one on you, listeners. <laughs> Boom. Cambridge from Chelsea Academy. And it's unbelievable. <laughs> to to um, Cambridge University. What are you studying at Cambridge? Um, studying psychology. Okay, amazing, amazing, amazing. Um, yeah, it's great to have you. I'm going to ask Paige, get Mr. Fart to listen in because I think he'll be quite interested gotcha. okay. in this one. Bear with you guys. Yeah, we're <laughs> going to get we're going to get uh, um, Mr. Fart to listen in because I think this will this will reverberate with with him. Um, so psychology that's a long one isn't it yeah yeah very complicated <laughs> yeah very complicated so you've already done how many years um so I started in October um last year so I was in I'm in my first year but I took time out because right. I realized that I really wanted to go in a gap year and to think about what exactly it was that I wanted to do right um so currently I'm not studying there at the moment but I'll come back in um October this year to okay. start again. So. To start the whole thing again? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So what was it in that year you did what is it in this year you, you trying to you trying to discover? You you just weren't ready maybe? You just felt you needed a year before you went to university? Yeah, definitely, because um from childhood to eighteen, education is literally compulsory. It's you do this because like you can't get a job without GC- without GCSEs or A levels, and exactly. that's what you're told. Yeah. And yeah. especially coming from an African immigrant background, like yeah. the emphasis um, is on your education. Like parents actually say, that's all we can give to you. Mm. Coming from um, from home to uh, to abroad, so um, I just wanted to think about what it was that. Um, I really wanted to do and I felt like I was rushing into doing something that I was good at and had an interest in and I was like do I really want to spend three years Mm -hmm. studying something that does mean a lot to me but um, I'm not I just I felt almost like unbalanced like something I wanted unbalanced yeah like I wanted can you put your finger on what it was I think what it was was never having enough time to like sit down and, and reflect. Yeah, to reflect. That's exactly what it was. Because, like you said, literally, it's <laughs> next thing you know, you're at school, right? Year seven, and it's just yeah, <sighs> yeah. Paige is doing like a circle. Yeah, it's a hamster wheel. Yeah, yes. you just go from one thing to the next. That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. That that must have been a brave decision because not many people do that. They're kind of aware that they need a break to have a little think mm-hmm. and a reflection, but not many people actually stop yes, and start yeah. again. 
And how how did that go down with with your university? Because obviously you got this amazing space mm. at Cambridge, which is like obviously you know it's a one in a lifetime. How did that go down? How did you negotiate to take to stop and start again? Um, so they were pretty supportive. Mm. Um, I never felt like I. Um, struggled to articulate to them what exactly was going on right like um they even today i got an email that was like we're going to reserve your room like do you want the same room okay they're looking after um, you yeah so like they always check in every month and if it's i didn't i've heard some negative experiences from people who've decided to like um defer Stop. or intermit or mm. whatever you've heard negative experiences yeah i heard some what but, in terms of they didn't go back you mean stuff like that um, just in terms of how the university treated them. Right, okay. So, yeah, but the people who um, dealt with me were very understanding and so supportive. So. Mm. To what end? What, what, what is, what, where, where, where do you see yourself in the next, um, well, I know psychology is more than, is it a four-year course or is it can be, clinical psychology can be like five, six years, can it? Honestly, psychology is endless. It's like, endless, isn't it? Right. <laughs> yeah. That I've realised, like, you do your BSc, which is three years, masters. Which okay, is first degree years. is three years, though. Yeah. Okay. And then it just piles up. Mm. Once you've done all your degrees, it's like you've got to take um, voluntary. Um, voluntary work. Uh, work experience, kind yes, of thing. Yeah, yeah. placement, like a yes, placement. So you yes, get the yeah. yeah. Okay. And it just goes on. But okay. it's, it's good. And I think the reason I wanted to go into it was because, um, like, from year 12, I started mentoring children. Oh, you did? Um, yeah, so children at Chelsea Academy. and You stayed at sixth form, Chelsea Academy? Yes, I did stay yeah. at sixth form. Um, and I think being there for those children when they were going through so many different things and um, having someone who's older but not, like, a teacher yes, um, to be able to communicate with and, like, as much as like there's certain things I can't relate to like I've been I've been 12 before so yeah, it's like sure. I understand and working I've worked with so many different children mm. um, um, even tried to start a mental health foundation at Chelsea you Academy but then literally the second I decided to they were like okay we brought in mind to solve the problem mind okay yeah yeah, yeah. So, mind are a big movement though yes yeah, yeah. So, so how old are you now 19 yes I'm 19 now okay so just quickly before I backtrack I'm going to ask you some um, some kind of like starting questions is what is the aspiration where would you see yourself in yeah that was that was my train of thought where do you see yourself when you're 25 doing what um honestly i have no clue <laughs> you have no clue yeah um is a career important important to you a career um, i think as i've gotten older and moved into education that's more of a choice than voluntary uh, than compulsory um i've realized that it is important to me but not in the like materialistic like i need money 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 right. like it's more about um what inspires me and like what makes me happy and i think that's what is important to me and honestly i'm still figuring that out and so mm. i literally could not say where i could be <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah okay so yeah. it sounds like you know so 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 why do you feel you're at this place though you're you you why do you feel how's everything all arrived here that you're at university in cambridge you know obviously you need drive to get there you need intellect um you need support mm. how do you feel you've arrived at this point um i think like drive was a huge thing for me you had drive yeah um i used to study constantly because i like 
Um, a lot of things, through a lot of things that did happen, I felt like my education was like the one thing that was that I was in control of. Right. Like I could choose to, you know, study as hard as I possibly could and to achieve my um, potential. Mm. And so I literally worked um, around the clock. Right. Leading up to GCSEs, I would study from like 3 a.m. to like 11 p.m. 3 a.m. Yeah. In the morning. Wow. And it was too intense and yeah. I did burn out but um But wait a minute, three AM to eleven PM yeah. but you shouldn't be shouldn't you be somewhere at nine in the morning? No no, it's in the six weeks before GCSE Okay, started. okay, right. Yeah, we had like time off school, like study okay. leave, that's it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, what did you get on your GCSEs? I hope you got A stars. I got like they changed some of them to numbers. So it's I numbers got, now, yeah. It's seven, one to nine, in it, with nine being A star, 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 star. Yeah. Seven is like A star. So I think that was two nines, three A stars. I think t- like a seven, some A's or something. She's really B's. like, she's really modest, isn't she? Um, just like a seven, <laughs> just, you know, and a few, small, something you know. small. And how did you feel Happy about that? Deal. Did you feel a sense of achievement? I'm not trying to belittle yeah. it in any way, but yeah. was it like, yes, I've done it, or was it just like, Oh, this is how it feels. I don't know. Hmm. Yes, that is exactly how I felt. I just the um, when it when I got my what results, the latter. Yes, the last one. The, yeah. The, yeah, the latter. Yeah. Um, when I got my results, first obviously I was excited. I was like, okay, I'm not good. I'm not. I haven't failed. I'm not going to be stuck repeating my GCSEs yeah. like for the next whatever years. Mm. Um, but. I think that feeling does wear off, like mm. when you realise that they are numbers on a right. paper. Right. Um, but I think the feeling still sits with me that they are so important because you think they're important. Yeah, definitely, especially GCSEs, even more than A levels. I think because A levels you can always retake. Um, I think you can GCSEs, but I think it's just harder. Like they're the GCSEs are your foundation, if you know mm. what I mean. Mm. So to be retaking them, I think would just be um, discouraging. I don't know. But so, what's your what advice to 14, 15 year old now who's going to be taking their GCSEs season next year or so, next year, two years? Mm. Would you say work really hard or what would you say? I would say um, yes, work very hard because the reality is that they are very important. But um, I think at the same time, don't burn yourself out the same way that I did because okay. um, I found that. Even though you get the benefit of these grades that are amazing and whatever, um, the de- like it was very detrimental to like my own mental health and stuff. Um, right. And it just wasn't healthy at all. So it's about what it is is finding like balance um, right. and stability. Yeah. So you've been uh, quite open and transparent and made it quite clear that there was um, <clears throat> there was an effect on your mental health. Mm. Um, <clears throat> Obviously, I met you when I think year seven must have been year seven when you were in year seven. Or? Yes, yeah. Um, and um, it's just incredible to see you sitting in front of me now on um, colourful radio. I think it's a fantastic thing. Um, what was growing up like? Um, it was tough. Um, I think I was like an adult from a very young age. Um, right. I kind of learnt to be responsible for myself and think about um, things in a complicated way that no child should have to um, because I realised that like what I could give myself was literally all that I did have Mm. Um, and I guess there are benefits with it in that like I am quite self-sufficient but on the flip side like 
when I look back and it's like I didn't have like much of a childhood. Right. Like, it is not the best, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Um, I mean, I'm not sure how you feel about if you want to sharing as to why you didn't have much of a childhood on on the radio. Um, obviously, we're live on radio. It's, it's, it's up to you. But um, do you want to kind of give the listeners an insight to 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 why you had to be so independent at such a young age? Um, so I think there are several factors. So there's like the insular factors within like family problems and like stuff going on at home that mm. just made like um, they just affected me emotionally um, mm. and made just life seems so hard like when you're a child you, there's things you don't understand that you can't understand that you only begin to understand retrospectively when sure. you're looking back yeah. um, and so that was quite tough like conflating um, who like um, sorry what was going on at home mm. to the reality of like going out into the world like into right. school every day and mm. like you know everyone else is like happy and like obviously people but are they happy exactly that's yeah. the question because yeah. you never know what's going on but right. like from my perspective it felt like um, like it was just me basically um, and then so this is the early years seven years seven eight so who were your who were your supportees who supported you who, who um, Honestly, like... Or what was your comfort, maybe? What, what what did you enjoy doing? I mean, we're going to get onto the dance yeah. in a minute, but <laughs> what was... what was Because everyone needs something, right? Mm. I think um, what it was... What I kind of attached to was, like, reading a lot. Right. Um, and even before, like, year seven and eight, I read so much because it was all about, like, um, escapism. So fantasy books, fiction. Yes, yeah, yeah, fiction. Even now, like, I, mm, I don't really read much non-fiction. But, right. um, yeah, it was all about escapism mm. and um, just trying to, like, find um, something that's more enjoyable, like mm. a different reality to be mm. a part of. And so it was helpful because in the end, I guess, it benefited. Um, it made, like, reading for school, for academic purposes easier yeah but um yeah i think when i was younger i didn't really know how to um to like ask for help or to yeah it's hard to, to articulate isn't it yeah to even yeah to say what exactly it was that I felt. you know it's really funny i was trying to interrupt you i was talking I, mm. I met met uh, a friend today for lunch mm-hmm. and um we talked about the same thing so like, i'm much older than you as you know <laughs> um and my friend is probably about 10 years younger than me mm. but we talked about the same thing when we were younger how reaching out to people and asking for help was so hard yes yeah it's kind of easier now but we ans- we started to ask the questions as to why it was so hard and then we kind of looked at things like and I know you're familiar with kind of generational cycles yes. like family generational cycles and again this is not about coming on the radio and talking about your family or, or in any way but when I watch my mum bring up five of us and never really complain and just get on with it and never really stop and falter mm-hmm. in public that is mm-hmm. and someone stop and hold her up and then say you're just that always continuous mm-hmm. it's almost like that gets passed down to us yes, yeah. definitely. and we have to just keep we just keep moving we just keep going that's how I was for a, a good while of my life. Um, but I think in the last decade or so, I think 
because there's more of an awareness mm-hmm. about things like mental health and there's more awareness about people's well-being and checking up I feel that it's a little bit more open that you can be a bit more you can talk to people you can you know in I'm saying this from a male perspective you have to be that tough ma- macho man and like be you know I'm the breadwinner and there's nothing I, yes, I can never yeah. cry kind of thing like that mm, yeah. but um it's just interesting I'm sorry to throw that in it's just interesting you're talking about not being able to articulate your age and it's almost I've kind of revisited this, this conversation already today but for a completely different generation yes, yeah. but um yeah so yeah so you're finding it you, obviously you find it hard to articulate you found it hard to to talk to people but um was 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 Chelsea Academy a su- supportive um directly or indirectly because sometimes it can be supported because it, again as it's an escape or you get on with stuff or um yes and no so right. on the one hand you have certain teachers who really like did support me through my GCSEs mm. they knew like what I was going to like in right. particular my English teacher right um she taught me for four years from year 10 till year 13 right and literally she was so supportive and so it kind of showed me that like there are um like not as in people who are older than you Mm. people in a position of care can actually care about you because Mm. my experience was that um beyond the like that specific teacher it was the um uh, basically teachers were like paper pushers and doing their jobs and sure. like this is a tick box mm. and you know you've got social services who are like okay we're doing this because mm. of this reason mm. and it just kind of felt like does is anyone actually hearing what I'm saying yeah like, sure not mm. just doing this because um, it's protocol mm. yeah, yeah. So, oh, I've got so much to ask you this is great <laughs> so okay let me ask this question while it's still there and fresh yeah. so in terms of the educational in the education system do you think it's doing enough for young people right now no um i think there are certain things that obviously we need to learn but i think the um the way it's set up is that um to prepare it's set up to prepare you for university i think and mm-hmm. that's great but obviously that doesn't work for everyone right and um, I think when you get to university and even at Cambridge, like mm. seeing people who lack um, certain skills that I've... Social skills? Yeah, social skills, um, like an awareness of how to, you know, talk to people different, like wow. backgrounds. Like, yeah. You know, it really does tell you that being, um, that sometimes when, you know... When you're in a, in a public school, or state mm. school, sorry, mm. it seems like everything's, um, the grass is green on the other side. Right. Like, they have more, like, they have smaller classroom sizes. Sure, 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 They have sure. better quality um, mm. teachers. But um, a lot of these people really don't. And I think that's what I kind of realised when I went there. Mm. Um, and I just felt like, I mean, the way school is set up is not in a holistic sense. Uh, to be holistic, it's yeah. literally... It's not set up. Yeah. What should it be? Um, it should be, but I think what it is is that schools need more to, pastoral care, maybe. Yes, and they also need to like liaise more with um, services that um, are trained specifically for those things. So, like, whilst a teacher may not be an English teacher may not be necessarily coherent on 
um, I don't know, financial literacy in terms of explaining that to like a 10 year old, not mm. a 10 year old, I mean a child in year 10 or something. Yes. Um, they can reach out to agencies who do that. They can, mm. you know, do so much more. Like, um, it's only last year that I figured out what a credit score was. Um, oh, really? Yeah, because mm. no one, like, I was, what is this? Like, <laughs> <laughs> no one mentioned that. Yeah. No one said anything. Um, and I think, yeah, it's just. You but need it's relevant. To, it's yeah, so relevant. Yeah. It's so relevant. And I, mm. you know, there's so many things you don't have. That school acts as, as if don't, they don't exist, mm. um, and I think, um, yeah, I guess some people would say that you know why should a school take such a like all-encompassing role? Mm. Like it's the parents' duty, but unfortunately, like um, not all parents would want to educate their kids mm. on yeah. everything, and that doesn't change the fact that these kids need to know. Like, yeah. yeah.